Hi, it's Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK. Uh, we got this um, hearing going on for, of Neil Gorsuch and whether or not he's going to be confirmed as the next Supreme Court justice. Uh, I think we're all pretty hopeful, and I think all signs indicate that he'll probably get through. But I, I mean, this is just a feeling right now. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's at the point of, like, I, I don't know this to be true. Um, however, it does feel like unless he says the N-word about 20 times in a row, mm-hmm. he's probably okay. Like, if he just blurts out the N-word 10 times in a row, he's probably still going to get through. Uh, but if he goes 20, 20, that could be a problem. I feel like 20 times in, let's say, a minute, that would be problematic for Gorsuch. Other than that, he's probably going to get a, a, a... I feel like it's kind of unlikely. Uh, <laughs> yes, I don't think it's likely so, at all. Um, uh, Ted Cruz brought up something yesterday because these Democrats are starting to say this guy's an extremist, he's a radical, and, and here's what Cruz uh, said about the Democrats yesterday. You're seeing some of these baseless attacks already. Most recently, some Democrats have tried to slander Judge Gorsuch as being, quote, against the little guy because he has dared to rule based on the law, the law that Congress has passed, and not on the specific identity of the specific litigants appearing before him. This is absurd. For one thing, many of these same critics have spent the last eight years attacking the Little Sisters of the Poor, a Catholic charity of nuns for having the audacity to live according to their deeply held religious beliefs. You really need to take a long look in the mirror if one day you find yourself attacking nuns, attacking the Little Sisters of the Poor, and then the next day you find yourself orating on the need to protect the little guy. A judge's job is not to protect the little guy or the big guy. A judge's job, and a judge swears an oath to uphold the Constitution and to follow the law fairly, impartially, and equally for every litigant, little or big. In the past weeks as well, some of my Democratic colleagues have questioned Judge Gorsuch's independence and suggested that he needs to answer questions about the actions and statements and even the tweets of the president who appointed him. I would ask, was Justice Ginsburg or Justice Breyer asked about the sexual harassment suit that had been filed against President Clinton by Paula Jones? No, neither was asked about that suit. Was Justice Kagan asked about President Obama's incendiary comments at the State of the Union attacking the Supreme Court for a decision he disagreed with? No, of course not. Those questions were not asked because they were inappropriate political questions that have nothing to do with the record of the nominee before this committee. That's great. And he went on to say that the Democrats said nothing about this guy 10 years ago when he was when he was put on the federal court. They, they didn't. They didn't have any objection to him. Now, all of a sudden, he's some kind of psycho. No, no. So he's just pointing out the hypocrisy there. And there's plenty of it to go around. But it's all for naught anyway. He's going to be, I mean, he's going to be confirmed. Right? We're well, gonna- I don't, I mean, I, I guess so. They could theoretically <clears throat> uh, filibuster him. Um, but it just doesn't seem like they're going to. I think they want, because, you know, bottom line is, if they do this here, likely they'll get the uh, nuclear option. Uh, from the Republicans, mm-hmm. and uh, then they'll have it again for the whoever the next nominee would be. I think they are thinking, well, you know, we already lost this one. 
I like the bottom line is he, they they took a chance. What were we told? Uh, elections have consequences. No. Uh, so that's what happens. Elections have consequences. Well, okay. And, and they right took a chance thinking they mm-hmm. were going to win the presidency. Yeah. Um, so, and they didn't. They didn't. You know, it's, that sucks for you. Good you for us. You may have noticed right? Hillary Clinton's yeah. not in the White House. Yeah. No Democrat yeah. is in the White House right now. And, you know, again, I, have, I was no, uh, no fan of Donald Trump. And well, no Democrat other than Ivanka Trump. <laughs> well, there's a lot of Democrats in, in the White yeah, there's House. There's quite but, a few. Uh, but Michael Flynn's not there anymore, and he was a Democrat, too. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, look, I mean, I was, but he, Neil Gorsuch appears to be very solid as a pick. And, and, and I, I think yeah, he does. this sort of stuff is easy for him. It does. Um, you know, he's a lot smarter than everyone. Although, uh, and this, we've said this many times, conservatives, uh, there's a weird uh, history of conservatives going progressive once they get to the Supreme Court. I don't know why it happens. It just does. And it, it has happened over and over and over again. Uh, including to uh, Calvin Coolidge, maybe our most conservative president ever, at least one of them, one of the most conservative ever, certainly more conservative than anybody we've had since. So uh, he appointed a, a judge to the court that he believed to be very, very conservative. And that guy within a year was siding with Justice Brandeis, uh, who is one of the most progressive uh, Supreme Court justices of all time. And he was siding with that guy all the time. It's just the same with Anthony Kennedy. Uh, It was the same with Breyer. I mean, it happens all the time where they they go off the reservation, even to a certain extent, with with Roberts, uh, the chief justice now. He, you know, made that unbelievable ruling on Obamacare. And two of them, really. But I, I I can't tell you one instance where the reverse has happened. I, I don't think it's ever happened where a, a hardcore liberal or progressive has been appointed to the court by a Democrat and then he suddenly becomes conservative. Why can't it go the other way? Just never does. Never does. So. Yeah. Um, so, I, 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 and I, you know, we had this real frustration moment, uh, which was somewhat uh, at the time notable. Uh, in which we were basically screaming at the at the uh, announcement of the verdict at Obamacare. I remember mm-hmm. sitting over here doing it, and then NPR was playing it back, uh, you know, of us going crazy. And it's it was so authentic. <laughs> the moment of frustration when you realize the guy who you... I mean, because I remember <clears throat> think you know, I was nervous about Roberts, but was hopeful. Um, and, you know, you, mm-hmm. you hope that these things come out right, and you realize that, you know, quote-unquote, your side... Uh, picked this guy, and here's the guy who screws it up. And it's infuriating because it never happens to them. Never. You know, there's never... I mean, you see it throughout um, uh, even the progression of good conservative justices. You see them get more liberal over time. Even if they stay in the conservative window, they get more liberal over time. Well, I mean, can you imagine Ruth Bader Ginsburg making a ruling that's anything like conservative no you i can't imagine her doing it once never happens let alone siding all the time with say scalia or or justice thomas there that would just never happen yeah um and uh this i mean george hw bush had one like that um yeah it's not it was your briar con- confused with him Souter. Souter. um yeah david Souter. yeah mm-hmm. disaster. disaster i mean uh, you know trump could use that word accurately disaster a disaster uh, really bad, and you know, uh, it's just amazing how often they miss. Mm. Alito was, has been pretty good. Um, Clarence Thomas has been, been a great. gift to our world. Uh, Scalia was fantastic. 
Um, you know, Roberts has been, you know, again, I, I don't think I fully agree with Kelly Shackelford's analysis that that his uh, Obamacare has been his only bad thing. However, generally speaking, outside of Obamacare, he's been pretty good. But that was so big. And that was so big. That it's tainted everything he does now. It really has. Well, that's how you get into the douche hall of fame. Most people can't right. get into the douche hall of fame with one decision in their life. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like, you know, murder. But uh, you that's know, a bad decision. Yeah, like for example, O.J. Simpson might that's have a had rule. a great life outside, but you know the murder thing would make him get, get into the douche <laughs> yeah. hall of fame if he was relevant today. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. the Justice Roberts. Yeah, I yeah. go with um, yeah. legit douche hall of fame member, and the only emergency nominee, I believe, is that true? The only is emergency douche hall of fame nomination. I think so. I don't know why it was called an emergency. Because we did it that day. Because I was, had to so, get it done, I was yes. so angry. Because it was so dumb. His logic is so off. It's so, the, the decision itself is so ridiculous. There was no precedent for it. No. Um, but he went along with it anyway. Yeah. And so. remember, remember all the calls we got? No, you don't understand. He, this is a stealth move. A stealth move. It's brilliant. He's going to overturn the Commerce Clause. <laughs> no. That's what's going to happen. Did that, has that happened? Uh, no. I love those calls, all during oh. the Bush years, too. Yeah. I mean, you don't understand. George W. Bush is so much smarter than you. He's doing an end run around the Democrats, and he's going to come back in and outflank them on this maneuver, and it's going to turn out really good. That's why he's supporting these killer illegal aliens with Mexico. Um, no. Huh? No, uh-uh. That's not why. Well, that, okay, the, but that's why he's not protecting the border, because he's allowing them all to come in here, and then he's going to surprise them by killing them all. No, no. that's not. No, he's, he's, and no. actually, I don't want him to do that. Either. <laughs> I don't want just, him just so we're clear. <laughs> I can't remember the <laughs> yeah, weird right. logic, but yeah. it was something like that. He was, he's got some alternative strategy that we just don't understand, and it it never turns out to be that. Never. So, well, you, I'm done looking at the alternative strategy of the Robertses and George W. Bushes of the world. Well, you're bringing up all the examples when that idea has failed and ignoring the no examples where it's worked. That is true. That's a good point, Stu, and, and you're exactly right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a legitimate criticism. I've ignored the no examples. Uh, <laughs> should we move to healthcare here for a moment? Uh, ben, Can we? Well, I mean, I think Can this is we? interesting. Can we? May we? I mean, you don't seem to be as interested in it. No, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay, let, right now, what do you want to happen? What, like, tell me right now, mm-hmm. in a real-world scenario, not like, I don't know, you know, everything's perfect. A real-world scenario of where we stand right now, how would you like this to progress? The what? The, the show the or the no, healthcare? <laughs> the, the show healthcare. I'd like to be over right now, and then we just go home. But that's not the we real world, We might be able to make that happen it? for you. Um, no, uh, healthcare. Really? You healthcare. Could? Um, healthcare. Let me think. I want it repealed. I want Obamacare completely repealed. I don't want so any you, of this you hedging. This? I don't want the fix on it. I don't want them to just change certain aspects of it. I want them to repeal it. Now, then you'll people will scream. Well, then people will be left without healthcare. But it, you know, it phases out over time. But it's been repealed. And during that time, you come up with a great alternative to Obamacare, so you're which saying, they have not done. So pitch the one they have now, get rid of it. Yes. Try to repeal it fully, which, yes. which 
they believe would take 60 votes, which they probably wouldn't get. But you're saying try it and yep. then try because there's some maneuvers they can try to make it happen anyway. So try yes. those. You're saying just push it to the wall. Oh, uh, repeal, do we repeal, not repeal. have a majority in the House, you do. the Senate, and we have the White but House? But not a filibuster-proof majority. No, but we could still use... I think there's a nuclear option there. I think there's a majority thing. So they just can, do whatever you do can. Do whatever you can because they do. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't we? Okay. And then... Your replacement, can, any idea, generally speaking, what it well, looks like? It, yes, I like Ted Cruz said the other day, stop with this three-bucket thing. Okay, this is the first bucket. We're just yeah, right. we're going, and then we're going to move to the second bucket. Right. And then we're going to dump all into one bucket mm-hmm. and get it done right now. So you, you do the across state lines. You, you uh, remove the taxes. Yeah. You remove the mandate. You, you do yeah. all of those things to open up the free market. And try to just, yeah, okay. Um, because it, it, I don't, it, the way they're doing it, I am, you know, I, I've talked about this a little bit. Part of me, like, wants something to get through here. Because even if you'd have a chance to fix it later or something, I just want this thing gone. And I'm afraid they're not going to be able to repeal the whole thing. I don't think they will fix it later, though. No, I they just won't. don't they have won't. any confidence that's going to happen. Again, I would like to get rid of these taxes. Yes. You know, I want them gone. I do want the taxes. And that gone. would be gone under the, even the crappy GOP plan that's out there now. They repeal almost all the taxes. So, like, just that point, I like enough. Including to, that 4.3% thing. Yeah, 3.8, isn't it? 3.8, is it 3.8, 3.8, 3.8, 3.8, 3.8 whatever it, it is. 4, 3, but the Medicare uh, situation. Yeah. Yep, um, that would be gone. All of those taxes are gone. The medical device tax is gone. Are they getting rid of the alternative minimum tax in this, too? That would be in the tax proposal coming okay. soon, supposedly. Um, but we're talking, you know, if you own a tanning salon, the tanning tax, gone. Finally, I mean, can we talk about that? I mean, we had a Donald Trump impersonator. How here. important is that to you? Oh my gosh, crucial, crucial. Uh, but important to, to Donald the Trump orange people of this yeah. country, <laughs> it would be uh, very. They're important. rejoicing right now. Uh, so I do like the fact that the taxes would go away. I do think that this, the, the GOP plan, is a few percent better than Obamacare. Um, however, it I, is. There's no question. It is. My brother's in town, and he's been talking to me about the Obamacare thing, and 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 the Republican plan, and he he's, keeps reading me. Well, and look at they're doing this. I know there I, are some I, good I, things. There's some good things, yeah, really. But I mean, legitimately, but so, so much better. Much better. It's a giant disappointment, it is. and it doesn't solve because you still have you give away. It's a giant giveaway. Yeah. Okay. Um, to uh, to people, uh, they're still giving tons of your money away. Except you still you're going to have the negative effect of we're too mean to people because they're going to say people are. Uh, uh, are not covered. So you're cutting the amount of covered by, you know, a CBO estimates. And most estimates will say, even conservative estimates will say, there might be less people covered. However, the coverage might be more real or whatever. There's a line there. Um, but you're still getting hit with all those accusations of hating people and taking them off their insurance. And the, you don't get the good plan. So if you're going to get that, you're going to get hit with that anyway. Why not go for a good conservative plan? Um, there's an interesting competing proposal out there from Bed Dementia. Uh, he's of the Federalist, um, and he's writing in the New York Times. And I thought it was an interesting idea, uh, or at least an, idea, an interesting direction to go. Basically, the plan outlined in his editorial is, hey, Trump, you said uh, you were going to give healthcare insur- health insurance to everyone. The GOP plan doesn't do that. How can you do that and still have a, a somewhat sensible uh, plan? His idea is, and this is some other uh, people have, uh, you know, tossed this around in the past, is basically to give everyone in America just catastrophic insurance. So you don't you don't get covered for your uh, sore throats. You don't get covered. None of that stuff happens. 
Um, I think there are some like very basic uh, preemptive care type things, like you know, physicals and such. You know, basic stuff um, that's involved in that. And then they think for about two thousand dollars per person per year, you can insure everyone on a, a catastrophic plan. So car accident, cancer diabetes, some massive thing that's going to cost a lot of money over a long period of time, or a sudden burst of cost from a broken leg, uh, you know, uh, you know, any one of Jeffy's STDs, something that would that would really jack the cost up fast. So it's up if to you. If one of the diseases that's rolling around in his body right now becomes stronger than the other right. nine, yeah, uh, and somehow takes over, right, and he has a massive outbreak, it would cover that? It would cover that. Um, How about that, Jeffy? You like that? I mean, it's kind of exciting that? news. Yeah. It is kind of, it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's... You gotta love that You gotta guy. love it. There's you always a way to escalate the comment, and he finds it every time. Uh, but, so I don't like the idea of a giant federal program. However, I would say again... This one's See, better. That's than my o- problem with it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it better than Obamacare? Obamacare yes, probably. Right? Yeah. I, mean, I think obviously yeah, it's, it's better. Still than a socialist plan. Is it better than the GOP current plan? That I don't know. And that I don't know. I'm, I don't I'm know. a little torn on that. What I would like to see, and I think I don't. I think it's uh, the opposite of what this plan provides, which which is, would be a phasing out of the government giving it to you at whatever the cost is fifty, seventy five, a hundred thousand dollars per year. Like if you're making a mm-hmm. hundred thousand dollars a year, you got to buy your own two thousand dollar freaking policy. I'm sorry. The government shouldn't give it to you. And in wow, here, it's basically you universal. Are a hard ass. I don't like the universal aspect. I hate universal programs. If I, I make them. just $100,000 a year, I have to buy my own? Yes. <laughs> and then phase it out wow. over there, over that number, right? Wow. Uh, or it phases what if I live in New York? Number. What if I live in New York City? And I think there might be some exception. I did think about that because, I mean, there are certain places where... Seriously, $100,000 in New York City is not the same as it is in Iowa. No, and, but, right? and, and but still, $100,000, you should, still should be buying your $2,000 policy. Yeah, At you 50, should. If you made the cap $50,000, though, in New York City, $50,000, you probably can't buy. Uh, well, at least, you probably you can, but yeah. you're, you're, you know, it might change your situation. It's more difficult. But I'm yeah. fine with it. I mean, look, as a conservative, you want to make the number $50,000, that's fine. You should be prioritizing a $2,000 health care plan over whatever mm-hmm. else you're buying for $2,000. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, $50,000 in New York, you're probably living with a roommate. I mean, that's what that life is like there. Mm-hmm. Um, or you're living way out in the suburbs. You know, you're going to have to make that decision at some point. And it's not up to the government to subsidize your apartment in New York City. However, I can understand there being exceptions and some people would have uh, problems with some of that. But I mean, it's an interesting idea because that's what insur- insurance is supposed to be. Insurance is not supposed to be you walk in and you have Except all your... Except the part that it's provided by the government. That is what insurance Right, but I'm saying catastrophic plans yeah. are, are yeah, yeah. really what it's supposed to be. if everybody had their own plan with an insurance company, it was between them, yeah. then that's a different deal. And we made this point before, but health insurance mm. it, in today's world is really you're prepaying it. This is essentially not health insurance. It's bankruptcy insurance. Um, you are going to, uh, if you have money in the bank and you get hit with one of these things, you're going to get, you're, it's going to get covered. You're going to be able to stay in your house. You're going to be able to you stay. You're not going to have to sell everything that you own. Um, you'll get covered for those real high expense points. Um, but when the, nor- the normal stuff they have every day, you either have your insurance or you pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what that cap would be. It doesn't necessarily discuss it here. But for $2,000 a person, you could take away that worst case scenario from pretty much everybody. And then remember, old people have Medicare and poor people have Medicaid. So you already have covered the other ins- uh, costs for older people and for, and not covered completely, but o- older people and for uh, poorer people. So this is really just addressing largely the people in that Obamacare area who mm-hmm. 
didn't prioritize health care or don't make quite enough to afford it. Uh, but they could probably, you know, if you're making $38,000 and you're living in a suburb of Des Moines, Iowa, you probably can uh, absorb a $2,000 uh, health care policy. Um, you might not be able to support, you know, if you don't have it from work, you might not be able to get the, the full gamut, but you could probably get that basic um, uh, from, from, uh, from an insurer. And remember, those plans have been eliminated because of Obamacare. Obamacare does not allow you to have those plans. Obamacare has all those uh, minimums, has all those regulations, has all those things mm-hmm. that need to be covered. So you can't even buy those things anymore. They don't even exist. Yeah. So now we've taken insurance, the real function of insurance, to protect you against worst case scenarios. And we've eliminated the policies that actually do that from being available. Mm-hmm. That's how asinine Obamacare is. Um, and this would solve a lot of the problems associated with it, but still government far too involved for my taste. But I would prefer it over Obamacare by a long shot. They think it would cost less than even their universal mm-hmm. uh, plan, which would cover Bill Gates's $2,000. That uh, still would cost less than half of what Obamacare costs. And let's, I mean, that's silly. Let's say you put a cap at $500,000 and you, yeah. you have to buy your own. That would even save you a ton of money. Yeah, I, I, just what's, that. What's the top 10%? Uh, I, I remember looking at this recently. Um, top 10% of earners. A wage earners? Yeah. It's probably like 150 or something. Yeah, um, I think it's like 150 10%, or something. Yeah, because 1% is 400, I think. Um, okay, here we go. Investopedia has this answer for us. Uh, let's see. How much do you need to reach the hot top 10% mark? You'll need $133,000. Wow. $133,000. Now, Jeffy, that's uh, for individuals. So was, uh, how far are you? Are you about 131000 away from that? Well, I mean, Is that what you are? And change. And change. And the I mean, change right, being about $2,000. Yeah. So. So. <laughs> Uh, but $133,000. Still um, help from the government, right? Right, right. Yeah. Average household income for the top 10% of earners, $295,000. So if you want to put the top, you mm. want to make it so, the, I mean, probably the number is right around, let's, let's just say it's $100,000. You're going to take mm. out 15 to 20% of earners mm-hmm. uh, that they don't get helped, um, which is, I mean, I'm being really generous there. I mean, the me- I-, I was going to say my my number because I was trying to think of a number of this. Uh, median household income was my me- was my number. If you make above the median, like you're in the top half of earners, you got to pay for your own freaking policy completely. And if you're you phase it out up to that number, that number is fifty five thousand five hundred sixteen dollars. Now, again, we're talking about a two thousand dollar expense. Mm-hmm. No one wants to pay $2,000 for anything, but I mean, that is a very basic thing. Mm-hmm. The question is, what if someone doesn't want to buy it? And I think the answer to that is, it's their right. We don't mandate things like that. Yeah, That's stupid. Them, if they want to bankrupt themselves by not buying a $2,000 freaking policy available to them, eh, you're going to be bankrupt, and yeah. then you'll get Medicaid. Yeah. And you have no money left, you can get Medicaid, I guess. But I mean, look, the bottom line is you need to take steps to take care of yourself. It's not up to the government to take care of every little need of yours. Choices have consequences. I mean, and that's what we need Ask to get Ask Jeffy. Back to. Yeah, right? His entire life is, is a, a giant disaster and a because giant of choices he's made. All right. I mean, the whole thing isn't a disaster. <laughs> no, it is. Trust. Believe me, uh, it is. So we do have some good news for you because you can make some changes in your life that will be very, very positive. We like, can? Yes. Like if you're with anybody but Patriot Mobile right now, they're probably undermining everything you believe in by taking some of what you pay them every month and giving it to Planned Parenthood or some 
liberal politician, and it sucks. Let me put it another way, Pat. Choices have, have consequences. consequences. And if you choose a, co- a phone company mm-hmm. that is giving your money uh, to Planned Parenthood or some crazy green organization that wants to take down uh, your cheap energy prices and, and eliminate them, replace them with really high ones... I mean, you're helping those causes, and I know you don't believe in them, and I know you're not making that decision consciously, but it is a decision. Um, Patriot Mobile lets you make a much better decision. They offer all the stuff that you get from your uh, phone company, nationwide talk and text, high-speed 4G, LTE data, competitive prices, Mm -hmm. and they donate up to 5% of your monthly bill. But they do it to an organization you choose, a conservative organization of your choice, which is really important. Yeah, plus if you're locked into one of those uh, contracts, which you're kind of going out of style, but they'll buy out your current contract if you need it with a credit up to $500, and you can keep your phone number, and you get that great nationwide coverage and support conservative values. So why wouldn't you just call right, right now? Uh, they're going to waive your $35 activ- activation fee with the promo code PATENTSTEW. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash PatentStew or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. You've got a crappy phone company now. Make this the last call on it. 1-800-A-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash PatentStew. What a great plan California has. It's Pat and Stu. Welcome. Um, because no one, no one should have to pay for their higher education. No one. That should be paid for by everybody else, for those special people who want to go to college. Uh, right? quick, quick question, yeah. just to make sure I understand uh, okay. why. Uh, because every American student deserves a college education. Okay, just they quick, deserve it. Quick question. Um, and it helps uh, us. It, it educates the the populace. Right. We have a smarter workforce. It helps us. It helps us. So we, you're right. choosing how to help. Us? Yeah, I'm choosing how to help you because you don't know. And what do right? you mean by uh, paid for by everybody else? The government is paying for it. It's the government. That's um, correct. <laughs> where do they get their uh, money from? <laughs> wow. Whatever. Well, they get it from taxes, Stu, but that's beside the point. That's not everybody else. That's the government. California lawmakers are pushing a bill that could be the most comprehensive college aid, aid program in the country. They're pitching a bill that not only covers tuition payments, but other expenses like books, transportation, the drugs, you know, Coke, toot, nose candy. Let's throw in, let's, let's throw in some contraceptives for them so they can have all the sex they want while they're at school. Ooh, let's do that. It's time to go back to right? school. Right? We'll back. pay for your porn. We'll pay for up to five porn websites for you. You can subscribe to up to five porn sites. Because look, the government should not, and I, look, I know I'm the conservative here, mm-hmm. but the government should not uh, cover more than five fetishes. If you have more right. than five, you need to cover that on your own. You know, if you have a uh, foot fetish and you got... Uh, right. Uh, why but, are you showing Jeffy? But we'll do up to five. We'll do up to five Isn't that is, fair? Re- is right reasonable. That's fair. Plus, you're going to want to play video games when you're not at school. Of course. We'll throw in an Xbox for you. And, and up a to seven games. And a PS4. And a PS4. And, a PS4. and up to 12 games with that. <laughs> yeah, well, seven... We, How am no I supposed more? to exercise? Don't I get a Wii? <laughs> Okay, we'll give you a Wii. We'll we'll, we'll give you the Switch, the Nintendo Switch. And uh, if you really want to exercise, we'll also throw in one of those alpine slope things that you walk on. What are those called? Right, oh yeah. Yeah, The walker thing that you can jog on and it tilts up. That'll be a treadmill? A treadmill. Um, Yeah, Yeah. a treadmill. (laughs) 
I'm speaking very technically because of my vast knowledge of working out. I, uh, Your knowledge of a treadmill is like my knowledge of like thing. T- tie. Like I don't know how to speak it. Uh, and you know those things with yeah, the wheels in a car. I don't. It wasn't that crazy. Um, but that's uh, that's interesting. So they're going to give mm-hmm. away the housing, the food, uh, yes. the college uh, tuition, the- books. Transportation and food. I mean, this is unbelievable. Look, you don't have to go to college, and certainly, it's not my responsibility to. I thought for sure they were going to cut to Jeffy when you said that line. <laughs> you don't have to go to college, and it's Jeffy. it's not our responsibility to pay for people who want to go to college. Okay, earn money during your high school years. Save your money during your high school years. Whatever, work while you're going to school. I mean. And look, the, the college system is already highly subsidized. The state college system mm-hmm. is already, like, people act as if they have to go to these private schools that cost all this money. They don't. I mean, even if you want to go, if you go to the college of your state or your, you know, your local area, depending, I mean, there's a million different varieties of these. But, I mean, the most obvious one is you go to the state college. It costs a lot less in state. They go to the state college. It's going to be relatively inexpensive. They go crazy giving you these loans uh, that will uh, at ridiculously low rates. Um, you can get them. And sometimes you don't get them at low rates. I, one of the places that we've been talking about, uh, you may have heard on Blaze Radio, is this place, Credible.com, which I love. It's just a, a marketplace. There are all these people. You could say, here's my loans. Here's what I have coming up. Uh, you put it in there. And they just shot you. You can go like choose from any one of the, the lenders that give you a, a rate, which is going to be lower than the one you're paying. Mm. And they once you get the OK, um, you know, because obviously there's you put in like, your basic information, but they don't even do a credit check. And once you get the OK, however, they stick. They have to stick with this loan. And it's like oh. you're going to be able to lower your payments. They already go crazy making this as it's already a government program. College is already a government program. And yes, you can run up really high bills and the cost is ridiculous, but doesn't that teach you something about government programs? When they do things like subsidize the transportation, subsidize the, uh, the dorms, subsidize the, the tuition, um, give you uh, ridiculously out-of-market loan payments, what happens? Mm-hmm. The cost of college goes through mm-hmm. the roof because everyone knows uh, that the government's going to pay for a giant chunk of it, so why not? It's the same reason that if people came to you and said, "Hey, look, I'm going to give you, uh, I'm going to give you one hundred fifty thousand dollars towards a house." You're not buying a hundred fifty thousand dollars house. You're going to buy a hundred fifty thousand dollars plus whatever you could buy before. If you could buy one hundred fifty thousand before, and they said, "Look, we want to give you an- another one hundred fifty thousand, uh, so you don't have to pay for your house," you're going to buy a three hundred thousand dollars house. That's what people do. Mm-hmm. Th- that's what people mm-hmm. do. Because that's what I mean. I make, and it, you know and what? It it's, makes sense. It's bizarre too that it's a bizarre incentive that it's it's the government that has to provide free college and, t- and tuition to people, rather than looking at the universities and saying, "Why are you charging these kids sixty thousand dollars? Why? Well, I mean, mm. if if it's sixty thousand dollars a year, then that's not that's not my fault. I shouldn't have to pay for kids no. to go to that sixty thousand dollar a year college. Either the problem is. The university system itself jacking up their prices so high. Talk to them about it. Don't talk to me uh, or talk to the kids about going to a less expensive school. If they don't want debt their whole life, then go to a community college. Go to a yeah. trade school. Mm-hmm. Find some other way to do this. I'll give you, this is uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, average private school tuition, 33000 
uh, $480. $33,480. State residents at public colleges, $9,650. See? They're already subsidizing these rates dramatically for you. Um, and you can work your way through that. And any, any state college is going to be a, a, a solid enough on your resume. It's not, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Jeffy U. You know, I mean, like it's, uh, you know, you're gonna get, you could do with, like State College is a good example of you could do really amazing things there or you could do so, a lot of partying there. Like mm-hmm. You could do whatever you want at a State College. Um, you know, look, it's not Harvard, but it's also not the worst college in America. They're, they're, they're all pretty good schools. And of course, it's because they've been subsidized by millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of your tax dollars. So they have stuff. Um, you know, they, they pay, they, they, someone did the map the other day of um, uh, highest paid state employee in every state. And of course, like, it's like 38 football coaches, like 10 mm-hmm. basketball coaches, and like two deans. <laughs> like, that is, uh, I mean, it winds up being, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, but, which is a kind of a ridiculous thing in and of itself. Kind of. Kind of. Yes. Um, however, like, you can get to college. Now, that does not mean it's going to be easy for everybody. You know, someone who really doesn't have any money at all. And we haven't even started... Talk, we haven't started talking about things like scholarships and other ways mm-hmm. that you can get into college. But $10,000 a year for college, as opposed to 34000 and that's the average, so it can go a lot higher than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, $9,650 is fairly rational for that type of thing. Yeah. Um, whether you think it's worth it or not, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know, you know, I, I, there's real mixed results with that. A lot of people go to college and waste $40,000 or more and get nothing out of it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's another thing we should start encouraging. We, I know, you know, there's been people who've talked about this on the show, but it's like, you know, maybe the step of saying, like, look, well, uh, maybe college isn't for you. You know, maybe it's not, uh, <laughs> maybe, you know, I would stay away from, uh, maybe, maybe if I was a father sending a girl to college, I would say, stay, Jeffy, stay away from, from colleges. Please, please. Mm-hmm. You might say that. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. You might also say that you could take a positive step toward, uh, you know, really taking care of yourself and your family by calling my Patriot Supply today because you've probably been putting this off and uh, you forget about it and then it doesn't get done. Yeah. This would be a really good time to do it while you're thinking about it. I was uh, guilty of this for a long time, which is like we sit here and talk all the time about self-reliance. And we just did an entire break about college mm-hmm. and healthcare uh, being self-reliant on those topics. But when it comes to things that are even more basic, like, I don't know, feeding your family, a lot of times I was, eh, you know, what? what they're gonna, what's going to happen? There's a 7-Eleven right around the corner. Let's go there, right? Well, it's possible, as Pat has told us many times. Uh, you know, 7-Eleven could be closed. It could be closed. Uh, even mm-hmm. if, I mean, they're only open seven days a week and 11 hours a day. That's it. 7-Eleven. That's what that means. Um, which is weird, because I, I feel like the hours are... That is actually what it meant initially. A little initially. extended. Yeah, um, initially that's what it was. That was, but it's not anymore. It's really 7-24 now. Mm-hmm. Um, but bottom line is, you're going to need food uh, in an emergency, so why not... Take the take that off of your mind. Take it off. Your, check it off your list. You don't have to worry about it anymore. At least for twenty five years, uh, with the food from my Patriot Supply. It's really delicious too. It's it's good tasting food, and you can get four weeks worth for just ninety nine dollars plus free shipping. So pick up the phone right now and call 888-411-5290 or at preparewiththeblaze.com. That's preparewiththeblaze.com.
Hi, uh, welcome back to the program. Coming up soon, the Jeffy segment. It's the uh, time of the day where we uh, get to listen to Jeffy's mm. unique perspective on, on, the, on stuff. On the world. Yeah, so we got that going for us. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, some guy, some kid in, Mi- in Michigan won a $500,000 lottery prize, and he's giving almost all of it to his parents. That's really kind of a cool story. Uh, he won a scratch-off lottery for, for half a million dollars, and he said he plans to keep only $5,000 of the prize, give all the rest, $495,000 to his, to his parents. Isn't that sweet? He's 19 years old, and he says, my parents have done so much for, for my sister and me. Uh, helping, them, helping them takes a big weight off their shoulders and mine. Isn't that adorable? If only we all had children like that. Uh, it's very nice. Um, I, I could I could really use a four hundred ninety five thousand uh, dollar gift from my children. So nice. could I? Now, I know you could, Jeffy. I knew I thought of you when I read this story. So could I? You tried to get your son into the NFL for this very purpose. Yes, not that's because not true. You... I was uh, supporting him one hundred percent for him to yes. go live his uh-huh. dreams. <laughs> hmm. so that, that wasn't the verbiage you used at the time. I will say that's, that. Uh, sure sounded like that to me in my head. Uh, <laughs> um, I will say, too, uh, and, and Jeffy, you're our resident uh, tax expert here, but uh, isn't there, like, because you can only give a certain amount as a gift. Um, right. Like, I know that there's tax implications there. You give $500,000 to your parents, they're paying lots of taxes on that, right? Um, so would you have to pay taxes and they would have to pay taxes? Jeffy? Uh, well, the, the lottery is going to take it off the top. Right. right. Okay. So they're going to yeah, give you so, the taxes will be paid before you get the check. But like, think. if I get, let's say, I I, I pay you know five hundred thousand uh, dollars, you know, uh, and I get three hundred thousand dollars out of it, and I want to give the three hundred thousand dollars to Jeffy, um, which I would. By not. the way, thank you. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. By the way, thank you. I, you should do that. My belief is that there would be taxes on I, that on for top you. Of that, yeah. Now, I might be able to write that off, maybe. Uh, if I, I don't give know it how away, much. I, don't, I, don't I think know. you can write off a certain amount, right? Yeah, because I know there's there's things like there's a clause about having a one time gift. So, but they manage that because, you know, then, you know, theoretically, someone could just be paying a relative all the time for salary or whatever, and they wouldn't have to pay taxes. Right. Oh, it's just a gift, just a gift, just a gift, if you work at a family business or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do manage that uh, pretty closely. How wrong would that be? No. If they take that, let's say you, you win $500,000, they take two hundred, you get three, and you give it all to Jeffy. And then he has to he yeah, has to pay that. another it's income forty three percent that's right. crazy. But think about it. I yeah. mean, if, that if would I, be nuts. If I if I got the three hundred thousand dollars and that's immoral and wrong. Well, let's just say, for example, though, that Jeffy could had a, a marketable mm. skill. Okay, like let's. I know this is hard. I this can't is, even. I mean, you're gonna have to go to somebody else because I okay. can't even. Let's say I was gonna give it to you, Pat. Okay. And right. you have a marketable skill. You're gonna do something for me. <laughs> All right. Um, you're gonna do three hundred thousand dollars worth of work, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, and so I give you the money. And I say, well, you don't want to pay taxes on it, right? Just, I'll just say it's a gift. Yeah. And so you work for it, and then you don't have to pay income tax, which, by the way, of course, I fully support it. I don't think it should be income tax at all. Uh, but it, it, as far as the, I can see why they have the, the lines there. Yeah. Um, because people could just be gifting money. Like, we, hey, Glenn Beck, another gift, another bi-weekly gift from Glenn this week. Uh, wow, what a, but, what a nice thing he did for us. And you've already paid the taxes on that lottery money. Uh, oh, they, the taxes they, are paid, they, yeah, right? The, they got the, theirs. Yeah. 
they got there, so they shouldn't have to get it from you and from oh, Jeff. They do. The However, lottery money they do. Madness. They However, I mean, you think about it, this happens all the time. Yeah, like, for example, uh, Glenn gives us a paycheck, right? The, he, uh, the taxes get taken out of it. Then we go purchase services, and that service might be, hey, uh, you know, someone's coming to mow our lawn or whatever. That money goes to them. It's income to them. Uh, Guess what right. happens sure. to it again? Gets, taxed. Right. gets yeah. taxed again. I know. And it gets taxed and taxed, and then they spend it somewhere, and then it gets taxed again. It's time for a tea party. In America. Oh my gosh. What a, for a tea profound party. statement. Is that beautiful? It was. Okay. Uh, so More we're going to throw too. tea into the. Yes, we're going to throw tea into the Boston Harbor. Okay. We're going to go back to the Come original out. meeting of the tea party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back, back in a second. I think we should go back to. Actually, we should go back to getting rid of the Red Sox. Is that. I mean, it's a little. It's Boston related, <laughs> and I don't like them. Um, so not so, red coats. We'll no, get rid of the Red, red Sox. Sox. And they just won't play baseball anymore. Right. I mean, that would be. I mean. Okay. It just, you know, I'm not sure that's exactly what I had in mind. But. Here are some stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk, talk anymore. anymore. Welcome to Pat and Stu. I did have uh, some uh, emergency... Induction Douche Hall of Fame. John okay. Roberts is not the only one. Really? Uh, no, I thought there was, there was one more. There was uh, uh, Thad Cochran. Almost two years Who? to the date. Thad Cochran, emergency <laughs> induction. Is he actually in the Douche Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. I think that may have been the, uh, wow. the animal one. Wow. I think it was probably. What? No, because he, he, remember he won that stupid election when he should have yes. lost against Chris. Right. That, uh, that somebody pissed or other. us off. Yeah, that, that one pisses off. off. It wouldn't be just because right. of the animal thing, right? I don't know. He was doing they, animals in the back. I think you'd probably vote no for that, right? Because you, I mean, obviously you're. Well, he didn't is, win 100. percent He was 97-3. I mean, some of us voted. I really don't remember putting him. I, I think it would be because he was. That was the one where. Oh, I, I know what it was. I, at least this is my memory of it. He uh, was encouraging Democrats to come out to beat the go oh, in the restaurant or whatever. He was so dumb. Was that it? No, I'm serious. I'm well, serious. He had, he, there he was did an interview moment. in the restaurant where he didn't even, we wasn't put, paying attention. He was, Jeffy, are you in the Douche Hall of Fame? We don't put Douche Hall of Fame, people in the Douche Hall of Fame because they're dumb. That's not why we do it. That's not what the Douche Hall of Fame right. is. I'm then not, we have a dumb Hall of Fame and you'd be in that. But I'm that's Thad Cochran dumb. Mm-hmm. That's true. I don't want to be Thad Cochran. All right, no, but, so uh, what is your point? Do you have a point? <laughs> yeah, is there a, no, I just wanted to uh, Okay. You want to get a fact check, a Jeffy fact It's also another clarified day, uh, World Poetry Day. Uh, so I just want to be clear that on behalf of the Pat Stu Show, uh, poetry poems suck. Mm-hmm. Poetry sucks. There's no reason poetry for a World There's Poetry no Day. For World stop Poetry it. Day. Stop hashtag it. World Poetry Day. Hashtag stop it. Po- world Poetry Day should be the same day as the purge. And everyone who's... <laughs> I mean, that's what it should happen. Yeah. Uh, so that, All right, so yeah. I want, I've been wanting to get to this for a couple of days about the uh, uh, father-daughter. And the father was upset at his daughter for starting to... Uh, sh- shoot her selfies out on Instagram. So mm-hmm. dad decided that he was going to uh, do his own and make fun of his own, make fun of his daughter mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram uh, and um, hopefully, you know, send a message to his daughter. So he started uh, mimicking <laughs> her on Instagram. It's funny. Uh, throughout, uh, and it, it started as he was uh, popping through it. He did all the apps, <laughs> did everything, uh, wanted to do this. The daughter finally uh, caught up to it a little bit and said, hey, uh, you know, maybe maybe dad is right. And he started uh, hashtagging uh, dad bod, dad selfie. 
uh, going on and on. And he actually now almost has more. more, that more. is fantastic. He has uh, double the followers of her. He uh, has he, double yeah, hers? Yeah, he's up over 100,000 and she's like 50,000. My God! And uh, so, I mean, this is fantastic. Yes, uh, fantastic. <laughs> this is that brilliant. Is so great. Yes, it, it is really, really good. And so, uh, she, did she realize she how fin- stupid it, this? Well, looks? she has finally started to realize. Some of the final uh, uh, Instagram, she realizes that she's, you know, she's put more clothes on and is not uh, uh, showing off the bod like she was. How old so is she? Does not home. appear to be particularly uh, old. Uh, she's a young teen. I do not know the exact age. I will burn the house down before these photos get out uh, with my kids. I will. I will burn the house. I will burn the entire city. You know what that's like. That sounds. That sounds good right now. I know it doesn't. But it ain't gonna happen, bro. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Do it. Yes. I will burn the city to the ground before one of those photos comes out. Yes. I mean, I don't let this happen to your daughter. Don't let it. Well, he also, uh, now he realized that uh, something, uh, his son was uh, putting out some uh, some Instagram shots being cool, too, so he's decided to uh, uh, take on his to son as well. <laughs> and uh, some of his Facebook posts now are, uh, dude, your dad's a legend. So he's he's uh, becoming quite famous in the Instagram world. That's it's great. funny in that, uh, I mean, this is the good thing about having uh, boys, generally, like, there's nothing offensive about him. I mean, right. he looks like a dope in that photo, yeah, but I mean, but that's uh, it. That's it. He's, he, he'll make fun of himself in 10 years for that photo, but there's nothing... He's not, like, half-naked. Right. Uh, and God, frankly, for the girl, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stupid and, and dangerous. Stu yeah. and Jeffy. Oh, God. Why do we? Why I know, we, we right? Keep saying we're gonna we're gonna right? get this uh, straightened out. We just can't. We can't seem to get it. I don't know I'm if right it's here. a paperwork snafu right or something going on in HR. Well, we stopped the glitch. But uh, we yeah. fixed the glitch, yeah. and he keeps coming. Weird. It's weird. What glitch? Uh, we're just uh, discussing something. What glitch? Separate from. Uh, did you get a paycheck uh, anytime recently, Jeffy? Are you having a problem with that? You were. There was a little issue with the oh, direct, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. direct deposit. Yeah, yeah good, 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 good. The glitch, the glitch good. is fixed. Yeah, that's perfect. All right. Uh, all right, so a robot followed somebody around New York uh, to carry their stuff, and they filmed it or something. <laughs> and um, it's Gita. It is an extremely nimble cargo bot. Nice. Let's see it. That sounds pretty cool. I'd, I'd like to have a this cargo bot. This is Cheetah, a robot designed to follow you around and carry your stuff. 40 pounds oh, wow. of stuff, to be exact. Yes. I took a prototype Look bot out for a spin on That's the streets of New York City to see what it was like to have my own robot helper buddy. Gita was created by Italian company Piaggio. You know them as the makers of the Vespa scooter. But this no, two-foot-tall cargo bot was born from a research team based in Boston. The only thing is, to get it to follow you, you have to wear this belt. They're working on getting that technology to be a little smaller. 
This hmm. not so That's sexy stupid. spaceman fanny pack you put is it loaded inside with the cameras coat? that are mapping right. out the area around me. Well, there, there are also cameras on all sides of the Jita. Well, I guess this it's is cameras. to blend oh, yeah. the data together so it knows where I am going while also not crashing into people walking between us. The team is working on hmm. shrinking this belt Pretty down to something you just have to clip on a pocket. My demo Jita behaved only when I walked slowly, but it has the potential to follow its owner on a run or a bike ride, traveling up to 22 miles per well, hour. Let's just wrap if it on a backpack and carry the backpack. The battery's going to last eight hours. Come on, Jita, you got to keep up. Now, this being a prototype, my trip was a bit of a bumpy ride. Sometimes it had trouble sinking with my belt, and someone from the team would have to jump in to steer it with a remote control. Mm. One of the wheels wouldn't light up, and it also got a bit banged up. Mm. (laughs) Following you through doors is still a work in progress. That said, you better be going Mm -hmm. somewhere that has an elevator. It weighs around 50 pounds, so you do not want to lug this upstairs. When you're ready to unload, there is a fingerprint scanner to keep your stuff secure, and alarms are going to sound off if someone tries to mess with your bot. Oh, I wow. mean, it's a cool. I mean, obviously, That's, it's not ready yet, but it's a yeah. cool little idea. There's so many of those kinds of things that are just kind of on the verge, and they're out there somewhere, maybe five years down the road, but. They're cool. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. It's like I mean, the self-driving car. You know, that's it's there, but it's not really yet. You can't really take full advantage of it yet. Uh, so, it's like Jeffy's. I've been talking a lot about uh, off the air, at least sex bots. Um, mm-hmm. That's been one of the things you've been pretty excited about for the future, right, Jeffy? There's no question about that. I don't know why you make it sound like I'm supposed to say no, Stu. That's crazy. Yes. <laughs> I mean, why don't you want those? Didn't you? You were talking fact, about one that, that where you have to be nice to it. And I, stuff? Yeah, I was. I haven't read the entire story yet, but they're working on one that uh, now they're talking about where it won't just be the sex bot. You've got to be nice to it and talk to it and be nice to it. Why the hell? Do Why you would want you want that? that? Thank you. That's a great <laughs> question, Pat. My question exactly. I mean, in all seriousness, because you get a I, real, you get a real person for that, right? right? If you're looking I for that, want to get shot down or try to be nice and have to talk to somebody, I'd do that with the wife. Yeah. In all seriousness, if you're the type right. of person, if you're a Jeffy and you're going to buy a sex bot, why on earth would you want it to say no to you? Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to sit down and have to. Oh, yeah, it was a tough day for you. Me too. No, 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 no. Take care of me. <laughs> When's the last time Amber didn't Take have a tough day? I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. Sorry, honey. Tough day. Tough day. Tough day. <laughs> I bet we can calculate it exactly by dating, by guessing your daughter's birthday. Uh, <laughs> That's probably true, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, uh, there's a lot of new exciting things, though, going on right now. Uh, lab-grown chicken. Let me chicken. ask you something. Mm-hmm. Lab-grown chicken yeah. and duck. Would you eat it? Uh, depending on because it's not from an actual animal. Uh, you're right, right? Yeah. So like, there's a couple of companies. I, I don't know if this is one of Memphis Meats is the name of this one. Um, there, there's a couple of companies who are doing this right now. And, and look so, at that. That looks good. Yeah. The theory that was grown in a lab. Theory. Well, I mean, that's just breaded. I mean, it can be anything. Look good with breading. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, yes. <laughs> but yes, it does look that's good. That's true. Um, uh, what the the I was listening to an interview with a guy who runs one of the one of the big. They don't like it when you call fake meat, and the reason why know, is because they say it's just it's just they say it's cruelty free meat. And again, this is uh, they're all obviously animal activists, or why would you do this company, right? However, um, their point is basically like, what does a cow do? 
a cow takes vegetables and turns it into hamburgers. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what it does. It eats a bunch of grass, it eats a bunch of vegetables, mm-hmm. and then it winds up growing bigger, and then it turns into a situation where it's meat, and then you cut it up. Of course, it's an inefficient process, right? It takes multiple years. Uh, it uh, 98%, I think it's 98% of the amount that they eat is not taken it's away. Wasted, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's a wasteful process, obviously, because it's a human, it's a living being. It's not mm-hmm. a human being, it's a living being. Um, so uh, it, it, their point is, if we take, I think there's five things chemically that make up real meat, which is like amino acids and protein and all the things you'd you know, you know, be familiar with. If they can get those things from other sources, combine them into a lab, it's, it's actually t- like uh, chemically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it just didn't come from a living animal. Where, and that's that's that, would that do. be okay to eat I, then, Yeah. For yeah, you? Yeah. You would? I think so, yeah. Wow. But we're yeah, missing the circle the, of life okay. then. The new one they have is uh, this, one of them is called the Impossible Burger. I don't think, I mean, we may have talked about it on the air once or twice, but it looks like real <clears throat> ground beef. And you cook it, and it cooks up like ground beef. Like, so it's like, you know, like dark and black on the outside and kind of grayish. And then in the middle, red right, or pink. Mm-hmm. And when you cut it, it bleeds. And it's bleeding like beet wow. juice. Like it's like, but it looks just like, I mean, it looks uh, visually almost identical to a burger. Now, most people say it tastes really good and, and like a burger, too. However, most people trying no it are vegetarians, so you can't trust them whether it tastes like a burger. <laughs> right. Although they have, I have seen some um, with people who are not vegetarians doing it because they like, we want to try Have you ever it. had it? I've never had it. They, they, oh. just, they just started, and they're, they're only in a few restaurants in like that L.A., New York. That should be a spoon. Yeah, you know, I would, I would love to do that. That would be fun. Yeah, that, that would, would be just be interesting to see. Because we would. did that a couple of years ago before we had the spoon segment, and we had uh, one of our friends here at the, at the studio come in and made a turkey dinner that wasn't turkey. It yeah. was the... <laughs> the Worthington's Protein Loaf. The Worthington's Protein Loaf. And with a delicious gravy. Yeah. And potatoes, so, that was good. Potato, and it was it was good. It was pretty good. I mean, what I wanted every year? No, probably no. not. No. But it was ah, fine. We, it was adequate. We did another one, too, if you remember going back even further, with a place in Dallas called uh, Spiral Diner. Um, and when I say we did it with them, we ordered and picked it up. It's only, <laughs> you know, they want nothing to do with this, obviously. <laughs> I don't know that for a fact, but I'm sure. Um, point being, though, that we brought in a bunch of stuff. We brought re- like regular cheesesteaks and the fake cheesesteaks. And we oh, brought yeah. a bunch of them. And I remember, uh-huh. Pat, you, about half of them, you were like, oh, this Couldn't tell, yeah. Yeah, it was like, because I mean, yes. some of them are really That's good. Right. Some of them, you know, you yeah. can tell the difference. But uh, it's kind of an interesting yeah. uh, thing. Some of the food is actually pretty good. The first time this ever happened was Pat and I were, I want to say we were in like Orlando or Orlando. something. Orlando, that's where we were. And I, there was some crazy restaurant I wanted to go to, um, and 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 I saw I don't know how it was a really nice vegan place. Yes, and yeah. Pat just somehow felt charitable mm-hmm. enough to actually go to this place with me, and yeah, I'm like, I think you it. might like some of these things. You're like, yeah, uh, try it. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, it was like, the, like especially like the, there was some sausage you got, and it was yeah. actually really it was good. Pretty good. Yeah, it was yeah. all edible. I, I you yeah. know, it was good. Uh, and then. I, I discovered something else at a, at a Thai restaurant that's really close to where we, we work yeah. here. And they bring out this soup immediately that you don't, I mean, it's just free. And it's, you know, it's like their, their version of the bread that comes out. Right, sure. So they bring out this soup and it's called yum yum soup. Because I asked him, what is this soup? Yum yum soup. So that's what I ask for when I go into. I feel really stupid saying, "Yeah, I'd like the yum yum soup." Please. <laughs> Can I have your yum yum soup, so sir? Are you trying to say you want? Are you trying to say you want delicious soup? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, are you? I, but they put tofu in it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and it's 
delicious. Yeah, my first mm. wife was big on tofu. Delicious. Because happen. the tofu just soaks up the broth, and, yeah. the, and so it tastes like the broth, but it adds an, a, a nice texture in the soup. It's, it was really good. It is possible. I think uh, I'm becoming vegan. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are. You've been I mostly coming vegetarian be- for Mostly a vegetarian for a really long time, as you know. <laughs> I've said that multiple times, yeah. <laughs> that I am mostly vegetarian. I, I mean, yes, the occasional fish or uh-huh. chicken, yep. you know, and mm-hmm. some beef. Uh, pork, yep, bacon, oh, a lot of bacon, a uh, lot of pulled pork, incredible amount of pulled pork, uh, pork, 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 pork shoulder and hamless yeah. spam. I'll, I'll eat spam Almost from all, time to all time. All the spam. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll eat buffalo. Yeah. You know, so but, think of all the um, animals on the earth. You barely eat a. But that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm mostly <laughs> venison. <laughs> venison. Veal. If it's if it's tame tasting. Yeah, you don't want it to be too gamey. Veal. Oh, I eat veal day and night. Uh, lobster. <laughs> you know, uh, crustaceans of all kinds. Yeah, of shrimp. course. Well, yeah. But but mostly, I I'm vegetarian. Right. Just um, with those few exceptions. Mm-hmm. With those right. very. Which is really mild when you think of all the species. Yeah. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And I don't have it like three times a day. No. Usually it's two or th- two. To two oh, and a half or maybe times, three, maybe, maybe three. Th- once in a while. It's sometimes like four or, or, five, four or five days times a day. Uh, four or five days of the week, I'll have it three times uh, in a day, but not every day will I have it. Like what's a, what's a, exa- a give me an example you know I mean? of a meal in which you're not eating meat? Can you think of <laughs> like if <laughs> like if I get up in the morning oh. and I don't feel like going to a restaurant or something, I'll actually have cereal and toast. With and no meat whatsoever. No meat at all. Yeah. Huh. And that happens sometimes two or three times a month. A lot of people don't realize this, but there's almost no meat in cereal. Almost uh, none. No, almost none. Almost so that's none. a really safe vegetarian product. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this, I guess there's a new one, though, called Memphis Meats. Uh, mm-hmm. th- I, see, I, this one's a little, bit, a little bit more creepy to me. Is it? Because this is like you're actually using animal cells. So I would say, like, probably well, wouldn't would that discount it yeah. for you then? Uh, yeah, I, I have to look at the details. I, I've never heard of this before. Um, but they're trying to... Um, it would seem like that would be the best tasting kind if you're going to do it. You'd probably right? think so. But then again, why are you doing it? The only thing I can think of, and, and this is legitimate, is that, uh, you know... They're talking Sustainable. About feeding, yeah, well, and you're talking about feeding potentially like third world countries. Yeah. If you don't, if you could do it with cells that grow into something in a lab, you imagine instead of growing entire fleets of cows and everything, it could solve hunger. I mean, I, you know, you really could if you could Seems find like how to do it cheaply enough. Right. It could be really, really, uh, really, really beneficial to the that world, and could that's huge. Be huge. I do. So, I mean, I really am cheering on these companies, A, because, you know, some of them it would be stuff that I can actually eat. But B, because, I mean, you know, we're talking about feeding millions and really there's still a couple billion and people living in poverty in this world. Honestly, would you would you because I, I know you got something with animals now and uh, we don't <laughs> nobody fully understands the deal with I you. Don't, I think it's nobody hard fully to... comprehends. Right. Am I right, Jeffy? Do you fully comprehend the stew thing? I mean, I, I get not really because no. I, mean, I have I have. <laughs> Eaten meat. <laughs> yeah, with a long time yes. ago. Again, I know. it's been 12 years. It, it was years. a long time ago. 12 Has it been that years 12? now. Wow. Has it been that long, really? 2005? 2005, yeah. Oh, my wow. gosh. Okay, so, so nobody co- fully comprehends it. Um, <laughs> You're right, Pat. But if you, if you had something that tasted like a hamburger, you would want to eat that? I mean, I don't crave it. Um, however, I. I you know, I have these lines, as you know, that I, things I don't eat, and mm-hmm. I would certainly like to expand the amount of options I had. Yeah, it would be great. Steak, uh, but I, you like, would eat a steak. I, 
for instance? Uh, you know, if, if it, it was, tasted like an actual steak, but it didn't come from a cow. Yes. You uh, eat that? I, I, I mean, I don't think I would. I don't crave it. Like, I'm not like, oh, I, I wish I could have a steak and I can't. Like, that's not where I am in my life at this point. Yeah. However, if it was something that was available and, and, and I was okay with You'd eating be okay it, with I, it. I'd try it. And, and it didn't make you sick. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of vegans or vegetarians get sick after not Especially after it for a, a long, long time. time. Right? But yeah. I mean, I, I think that's mainly, honestly, just like people who like dive in. Like, you know, because if you right. go into it and you're like, I don't, I'm not going to eat meat for a while. And you don't eat meat for a couple of years and you're, and you're like, oh, I can't take it. Just give me the buffalo wings. You eat like 60 of them. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're going to get sick. Yes. And that's exactly what happens. I really do think yes. that's mostly overblown. I don't know for a fact. I've never done it. But, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the human body can digest meat pretty well. And maybe it mm-hmm. would, I guess maybe if you went for a long time. I mean, 12 years, I probably would get sick the first time I did it. But it might be mental, too. And tell us again yeah. why the vegetarian switch. Why, what happened? What uh, happened? That's a long story. Um, but Is it? Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, but g- short details were okay. I, uh, uh, <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm anxious to hear. Uh, you've heard it a hundred times. No, I don't think I. I don't, I don't think we have. It. I don't think so. I don't think we have. You always say it's a long story, and then it never gets explained. Right? Because it's almost true. like you scared to tell us. I wrote an article about it. Scared to tell us. Infusion. Okay. Uh, call him about it. Um, oh, fusion. Yeah, that one that nobody saw. <laughs> well, it's not my fault. You don't read, Jeffy. I can't. I can't make you read. We would all love that to be the reality. Uh, no, I mean it was. It was about 2005, and I just got really sick of it. I got to a point where it would like really gross me out for some reason. This part I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because so, you were doing Atkins, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I find it to be. Uh, we've had many conversations recently about uh, you know whether. <laughs> Uh, you know, like being consistent on, on issues of life have been a topic around this building um, huh. uh, recently. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I, that was kind of part of it. It's to me, it's like I there is an element of you don't want to hurt an animal then. Uh, yeah, for particular things. I mean, I do find uh, the human species to be superior to animals. Uh, okay. I'm not uh, like I'm not going to. Oh, no, that panther is mauling a baby. I shouldn't step in. That's not me. <laughs> uh, I'm not that guy at all. Uh, I just, you know, I, I but feel But you like, don't think they need to be food. I, I, and I, most, you'd probably think most vegetarians would say, of course not. It should be food. I, you mm-hmm. know what? Uh, if you're in freaking Africa and uh, you, you need to eat, uh, you know, a buffalo passing by, shoot the thing and eat it. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like the way we do it here... I, and I know this is way down. The, I, you asked for this, though. I did. Uh, the way I did. The way we do it I'm here is, is it's a for a minor upgrade on a sandwich. We're willing to yeah, kill a bunch of animals, and you know we're talking except the for the process. fact that, that mm-hmm. I take issue with minor because I think it's a major <laughs> upgrade. <laughs> and the process, the process is a lot. the process is a lot more than just a, a <laughs> buffalo or a lion walking by to eat. Right. I mean, that's, look, and I have no problems with uh, the efficiency of commercial farming. I, I, these are mm-hmm. not things that I have, as you know, I am a capitalist through and through, and I think these things are fine. Like I just think that you know. Um, I, it's hard for me to understand God's plan there when we can can uh, feed ourselves without any of these things. We are, and, and that's not everybody on the, on the globe, but we can feed ourselves without any of these things, mm-hmm. and we just create and kill millions and millions and yeah. millions and millions and millions of animals. He put them here for that purpose, and so again, we can eat them. <laughs> I agree. Uh, that is the purpose. However. Like we wouldn't, uh, you know. But we don't need to. We don't. I don't think we need to. And if we don't mm. need to, 
I would try. I but I try not to. However, I will tell you if I'm in if I if I go to visit Liberia and I'm walking around and I'm really hungry, I you know that's a totally different line. I think they yeah. are here. Yeah, I yeah. do think they are here to feed us. Whether they're here to upgrade our egg and cheese into a bacon egg and cheese, I'm not so sure about. I mean, that's a pretty noble reason. I, I can't. Agonizing. I can't take issue with it. I think I can't take issue with it. I mean, Jeffy can. Perfectly oh, fine. Gosh, Jeffy, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with that explanation. Uh, I'm not so happy with the report from the Environmental Working Group, though. <laughs> oh no, you're not going to tell what? me they've warned. They have. Wait, warned hold on. Us. Have they warned that yes. 218 million people oh might have affected drinking water? How did you know that? I don't know. I'm just concerned oh, about such things. It's unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, you saw what happened in Flint, Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. Government can screw up everything, including water. I mean, think about that. If you're in, seriously, if you're in Flint, Michigan, and you've got to deal with uh, this water thing, and you know they've, they've tried to vilify this into Republicans don't care about water. Oh, That's not up. what the situation is. They thought they had Jeez. really great drinking water, mm-hmm. uh, and they thought they were going to save money. It did not work out. They did not do it right. Yeah. Um, however, uh, if you're in Flint, you're paying the price for that. And imagine if you're in Flint and everyone is around you is freaking out about water and they're trying to import bottled water, but you've got an Alexa Pure Pro. Um, and you can take... You don't it, have to worry We don't have to worry it. about that. You can put the water... I mean, I, you know, I, I'm sure, I, you can ask them for sure, but I mean, my understanding of it is you can put the Flint water right out of the mm, tap uh, in there. It will filter out and you can have actual drinking water. Yeah. Because it's going to take out lead. It's going to take out 99.9999% of contaminants from your drinking water. So that's a, that's a lot. We're talking lead, bacteria pesticides, pharmaceuticals, chromium-6, uh, arsenic, the whole list that they tell us uh, is in some water. And even if it's in small amounts, and it might not necessarily uh, make you sick, mm-hmm. why take the chance? Why not have the Alexa Pro when you can, we can do that so easily? If I were in Flint, and even if the government said, okay, it's perfectly fine, now go ahead, I'd be like, no, I'm getting the Alexa Pure filter. Because every one of these pro filters... Uh, has a capacity up to 5,000 gallons, and it just costs pennies per gallon. So just to make sure I'd be doing this if I lived in Flint, but there's a lot of water supplies that are contaminated with all kinds of crap. Uh, so call 888-895-7746, 888-895-7746, or go online at getalexapure.com. You'll get 20 bucks off the retail price. 888-895-7746 or getalexapure.com. Late seven two seven Beck, uh, Pat and Stu. We were just talking about this really weird YouTube trend. There's a couple of very strange trends right now. Uh, one of them is adults buying toys. Now, this, there's nothing freaky, so you, you don't have to remove your kids from the area. But they they buy these toys like regular. <laughs> that is a story that could go, could have gone yeah, south. It could, it could fast. go south. Adults buying toys. <laughs> they could have gone south, but actual it toys that you get at like Toys R Us or Walmart or whatever, and then. They film themselves opening the package, showing the kids how to get to the toy, and then they'll yeah. put the toys on like a table or a surface of some sort, a uh, kitchen countertop, and they'll just play with the toys. And some of those videos will have like 150 million views. Mm-hmm. It's why would a child want to watch an adult playing with toys? Well, they want to watch it. Weird. They want to watch them get the. There's one couple that my daughter used to watch. One with. of the women makes <laughs> twenty. Uh, and I'll let you finish your point. But one of the women that does this reportedly makes like twenty million dollars a year. Doing I wouldn't. It. I wouldn't doubt it. I what? mean, that, there's one yeah. couple. I mean, they they yeah. take you on vacation with them. 
They go home. They have the kids. They open. They get. They say, "Oh, look what came in the mail today!" And they sit down. They open up the packages. Right. They set the toys out. They play them. I mean, it's uh, it's amazing. And, and well, little millions kids of views. What would I search for? Spellbound by this. Millions. What would of I views. search for here, Pat? Uh, um, is it an unboxing? I'm not is that what it's called? sure. Search on adults playing with toys. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. Okay, yeah, that's probably, you no. probably have a decent point there. No, I will not. <laughs> maybe on YouTube it would be okay um, if okay. you put it in the YouTube search. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. But don't Google that, whatever you do. Unbox therapy? Because I remember seeing a report about unboxing. The other thing is, the, so this, weird. this Play-Doh sort of stuff. Oh, the, there's, a, there's, there's a bunch of videos now that show kids how to make slime or play-doh type stuff at home and all they do is show you how to make it and then they take it out and start squeezing it and i guess the kids are like nuts for this all the teenagers are they're making homemade slime yeah and then they carry it around and squeeze it all day 40 slime hacks (laughs) slime (laughs) hacks You can hack your way into the thing you need to remove. So for uh, her birthday, my 16-year-old daughter wanted slime. And so my wife is watching these videos. And one of them had, I don't know, 10 million views on it or something. It's like 10 million to watch somebody make slime? Why? I just put, because I'm trying to figure out a way to Google this without going to one of Jeffy's websites. Uh So I just put playing into the YouTube search engine with slime is the number one response. Unbelievable! What the hell, Pat? Isn't what the hell is going on? I don't, I don't know. We're in an alternate universe now. We really have slipped into the Twilight Zone. <laughs> this is so really weird, man. I mean, because there's this weird thing of like, because uh, unboxing was part of it, and there's these weird like stimulation videos where like you hear the same sound yeah. over and over again, and people watch them for hours and hours and hours. Wow. I, man, I just do not get it. I don't, I don't understand. But um, my granddaughter loves to watch these adults play with the toys i mean she didn't even have the toys but they'll you know they'll take out disney princesses and they'll just talk you know for them and and bounce them around on the table what and she'll be spellbound by that i gotta i've gotta see (laughs) one of these videos it's really strange it's a really strange i'd like to hear from somebody who knows what's going on what the hell is going on and why this is happening Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Also, there's a weird thing going on in Russia, as always. Uh, Russian car curling tournaments nice. are happening. The sport of curling, you know, curling in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. You slide that rock down the ice and you sweep in front of it, mm-hmm. and then it goes into a target. And I, I have no idea what the scoring system is or why you sweep the ice in front of it. I, I guess it makes it go further. Yeah, it directs right? it. It makes it, it go faster it. or slows it down or and direction. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, I mean, Jeff, for that clarification. What are you talking about? You don't know what they do that for at curling. But here's a look at uh, Russian car curling in a, tr- a tournament. That just looks like you're pushing a car. Oh, on ice. <laughs> this is dumb. So they put it in neutral, and then they push the car... And is it neutral or is it is it actually sliding? Oh, I'm not sure. And then you bump into the other cars. Oh, that's fun. That'll be fun. That actually does look kind of fun. Yeah, it does. You got a driver inside and a bunch of others are pushing you. Trying to direct it into the circle for points. <laughs> yeah, the wheels are turning, so I don't so know why So instead of the stone, they just push the car. 
They all got cameras. Bam! It's good stuff. <laughs> that is some weird stuff. I mean, what else are you going to do in Russia? Right? right? You know, I mean, yeah, you're going to drink you a drink lot of vodka. vodka. That's what you do. And or then, you go car curling. You can probably do both. Or go. you have a car accident that's filmed. I don't know how many times you can visit Chernobyl, because that's pretty much it. You go to Ukraine, you visit a little Chernobyl, you come back home. Wouldn't you, you love you to do that? I'd love to visit Chernobyl. That is a, uh, that is bucket list city for me. Uh, I, they don't absolutely. allow it, I don't think. Right? I think they, they do. They I do allow they do. it now? Yeah, yeah, you can go there. Has it cleared off sufficiently? Because the thing actually, used to be, no. if there's a nuclear event, you can't go into that area for 10,000 years. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it hasn't been. 10,000 years, yeah. I know, because I remember so. it, and I don't think I'm 10,000 years old now. Jeffy, you would remember uh, something from 10,000 years uh, ago. You can go in there if you want, Stu, yeah. but there's dangerous... <laughs> oh, that's right. You're, you're the one that's weird animals. about... animals. Mm-hmm. Danger, Will there, Robinson. In Russia and Fukushima, and right? Fukushima. Yeah, who yeah. knew that was coming? Um, but yeah, no, it's... Uh. it's uh, <laughs> I mean, look, you, you obviously have some risk, especially if you get really close to the actual reactors. But and I you mean, should go right in. I would seriously you go right. Seriously, in. I would go right away. I really want to go there. That is, I absolutely have to do. that. And you want to see North Korea? North Korea yeah. and there and Turkmenistan. You should do both. In fact, when you go, go to North Korea, if you could pick me up a poster, uh, <laughs> I just just bring me back a little poster. You know, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever they got hanging up on the wall. Memento? there. It really yeah, is now, just something to bring back to me. Keep in mind, a 19-year-old kid was arrested and is a, in a labor camp for doing that. But I'm sure that oh, wouldn't happen that's to you. It. The kid was mouthy. Yeah, he was yeah, just a smart. That wouldn't happen. He seemed to be very right? repentant. Actually, <laughs> no, in, the, in the footage no. I saw, he was very. Uh, this is the worst mistake of my <laughs> no, life. I beg for mercy. Can you believe we haven't gotten that kid out yet? That's yeah. ridiculous. Supposedly, the Trump uh, administration is uh, redoubling efforts on that fact because he's been in, in jail for a year now. Over a year. Yeah. yeah. He's in a stinking North Korean labor camp for over a year. And we're letting him sit there because he took a poster. Come on now. He wanted a souvenir from North Korea. It's just, that's pretty crazy. All right. Uh, also, there's the strange, we've been promising this or threatening this story for about six weeks, I think. The str- Let's finally get it off, off of our uh, off of our list, to-do list. Uh, is this is this actually a good anti-dumb government story? Is it? Um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, Snuggies. Snuggies, are they blankets or garments? It's an important distinction. Watch. Okay. Is a Snuggie a blanket, or is it a piece of clothing? These are actually seeds from the commercial. It's funny. You probably haven't spent much energy thinking about it, but Alistair Marketing Group, the company that makes the as-seen-on-TV item, has. They've been battling in court since 2010 about the matter. (laughs) Really? As an import, the Snuggie has been taxed as a garment. Mm, Free trade. This rate is almost twice as high as the import duty for blankets? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Department of Justice argues Snuggies' robe-like nature means this tax is justified. All-Star, meanwhile, insists Snuggies' open back means it's more blanket than robe. <laughs> uh, international trade That's decided the matter once and for all. It is not, not a garment. Wow. That's a tough call Congratulations, right yeah. Snuggies people. So we got a lot of money from them anyway. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to get any. There's Are not going to be any back. back I'd be pay. suing for back. Packs. I would assume they might get them right now. Good I news would. for Snuggy importers for sure. Uh, see if we get the. But bad news for people who wear Snuggies out in public. Not necessarily. It's actually a great way to. Now they should start making actual clothing. 
Yeah. Uh, now that they've been ruled, just to screw the government, they should just make us <laughs> actual clothing that could be not taxed that way. That's interesting because that's a problem you would never consider. I mean, that's a lot this, of money, boy. This is yeah. what happens with tariffs and things like that. It's, it, it causes so many problems like this, so many dumb problems that don't need to exist, um, and that's why we should maybe not go down that road. Right. Mm. Uh, good. Good point. Maybe stay well, away. Who's going? Who's? Huh? What are you? I don't. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, Jeffy. <laughs> Why? Um, let me distract Jeffy for a moment before he gets to that, and uh, distract him with a giant bucket of meatballs. <laughs> oh, good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where? Right about that. Right there. How do you feel about this uh, meatball in a bucket? So Why it's not? a giant bucket of meatballs, and they pour cheese over it, and then you just start eating. I don't know. That's kind of good. It's a lot of meatballs. I mean, it's just like home. Order from the meatball shop in New York City. Huh. What do you mean it's just like home? What? what? It's just like home. variety of flavors. Uh, lots make of meatballs and pepperoni and pizza balls are the favorite. Pour it on. Uh, a lot of we garlic in that, man. In every single form, provided that they're very delicious. So the bucket o balls is a, um, a manner with which to have your meatballs delivered to you in maximum you quantity. <laughs> maximum quantity. So, Jeffy, you sit around with a bucket full bucket of meatballs of at home. I mean, when they... You, you have an actual meatball bucket, you call it, and uh, you just fill it up. Like, when you get home, there's usually just just to fill it up like a trough. Oh, just, I wish that were true, but And I he just don't. sticks his fat face in it and starts eating. Uh, well, speaking of fat faces, we have Spoons <laughs> next, uh, where we will try a new product or two. I don't know exactly what we have coming up. I think we have... Well, I don't know. We'll surprise you on the other side. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. Back Meantime, keep in mind, a Snuggie is not a garment. No. It's a blanket with arms. And Jeffy said that means you can't wear it. Into it. Oh, here's one of the creepy slime Adults playing with toys right there. What the? Any idea? How many views does this one have? In the interest of creating a very viral video, <laughs> we're going to show you how to unwrap this Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces peanut butter cup. You start at the very edge of one side. And you can either tear it this way, or you could have probably torn it like that. Or, or another or another way. Or a different way. Okay. There's a number of ways you could. What if you came up with a third way? Could you do it that way? No. Okay. There's only two that are acceptable. <laughs> then what you oh, would wait, do... Oh, wait, we got to do this with these with the hand-ups, too. Then what you would do... We need close-up on the hands so that the kids can see how these, this is to be done. Then you peel away the wrapper on the mm. cup, exposing the cup itself. Now, place the wrapper over here for later. Is to throw really it into the garbage so yes. Mom and Dad won't get angry. Then your Reese's Pieces cup comes over to the other one. Hi. Hi, my name is Reese's. What's yours? Pieces. Pieces. That's weird. Jeffy's name is Cup, because that's the longest word he can he, say. I know he's got D-cup uh, man breasts. <laughs> uh, I've heard that. But, <laughs> all right. I'm going to go be eaten now. <laughs> they smell good. They smell really good. Reese's, it's, they're just so freaking good. So anyway, inside of these We're are actually Reese's 17 pieces. 17 million views on this. Yeah, I think so too. Inside, I'm going to do a little break apart here. 
Can we see the... Uh, mm. Oh. Mm. Okay, so I bit on the edge, and I didn't get to the... You can see him inside there. No, there there's Pat's. <laughs> Pat wanted to show you his. This is what is mine looks usually like. Usually what Jeffy says. Mm-hmm. Mine mm. looks completely different than Stu's. I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. The addition of the Reese's Pieces inside the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup is, a, is excellent. Because you get that texture good. of like breaking up a piece of candy inside. Some might think mm. it's overkill because you got Reese's Pieces inside of a Reese's. But it isn't because the texture does change. I would kill a man who said that. <laughs> <laughs> you feel that strongly about it? I do. I do. It's really a violent wow. show today. Wow. I'm burning down cities. Killing people. Mm-hmm. Now, the outside here. Mm, great. See, by, by way, what's your chosen way to eat one of these things? In reality, if I'm taking one out, it's on smooth. What I like to do is I like to nibble the outside layer of chocolate like this. Mm-hmm. And free up a full peanut butter burst. Yes. Mm-hmm. You finish the chocolate by itself a little bit. Then you go in. Plus, you want to get the outer circle a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when you dip this in milk, you want it to be able to soak up in there. I hate you. Oh, my gosh. I was actually, I had a moment, a moment. This is what I get for it. A moment of thinking, oh, that's a good observation. I hate you. (laughs) I actually almost got to the end of observation before I hated you. Really? Mm -hmm. All right. Are we out of time for this segment already? Yeah. How much do we have? About 15 15 seconds. Well, we'll just eat, I think. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side. You want to just eat for a few seconds. You're not going to rate it? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm going to get a 16. Yeah, 16. Delicious. Jeffy, quick. That's not about right. Shut up. So is this true, Jeffy? Uh, this we have a clip. Uh, today's clip uh, from Glenn's program, uh, Think Tank, has a Caleb who's on the show, and he's angry. Is this I, true? I overheard a conversation that said Caleb was angry and keeping his foot to the fire on these people I have in the Think never, Tank. Never, never seen Caleb become <laughs> angry. Uh, he did kill a family of twelve once, but well, he, he did, not, did it completely in a in a composed way. He did not do he it. Angry. Never lost his temper. Um, this is about um, Trump budget cuts, however, which these brutal cuts ooh, are going to kill oh our gosh. society. So maybe this is. Why why they got angry. This could be where everybody snaps. Let's watch. Let's, let's watch. Yeah. Like. Louis, let's go over the Trump cuts. How's that? Yeah, so uh, Trump released a proposed budget plan, and I think there's a lot of good things in there, a lot of wasteful spending cut. But um, I think it's interesting. Politico had um, an article about how He's cutting a lot of programs that people in his own cabinet in the last week have been advocating and pushing more spending for, specifically bipartisan programs. Um, Elaine Chow, um, she was pushing for a program called Tiger, and that's completely gone. Um, uh, What's his name? Rick Perry was advocating for RPE. That's cut under his plan. So it kind of shows... Again, the communication problems within the Trump administration, and also, is he going too far? Which I don't think it's necessarily communication problems, because every person in a, you know official position likes to push their programs and their agenda. And if the president funded every person's agenda in his cabinet, he would do exactly what we asked him not to do by law. Yeah, is there a possibility that he's doing to not exactly the right thing? Yes. 
from a conservative perspective, he's cutting government spending, which is it's promoting limited government. But at the same time, it brings to question, are there roles for the federal government besides just defense? I, I mean, these are bipartisan you. programs that have been working for decades that Republicans and Democrats have supported. These are programs that have um, developed the exactly? Internet and GPS what the, technology. What was the TIGER program? Um, that promotes... Um, like biking and public transit. So here's what's interesting. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Bye. How much did we spend on that one? Good. We, we have this idea that government is supposed to, you know, create the internet or new technology or biking or all these other things. I mean, it gets back to the enumerated powers listed in the Constitution. Big time. And, and there were, you know, 19 or 30 of them, depending on how you count them. The government was supposed to do a small handful of things. And we now believe that it's supposed to do all these things. PBS, you know, funding was another thing on that list that he's cutting and the left is going crazy. But when is it the role of the government to have a central source of, of media that one outlet gets funded? Did you get funded? I didn't get government? funded. Oh, you didn't. But PBS did because mm-hmm. they're special. I worked at a PBS and in, as in Oak. Well, Oklahoma. Sorry, guys, if you're watching, whatever. Um, but they had no idea that I was a conservative. And every single person there was like, we're so glad we get funded because, you know, we can not be like Glenn Beck. And they literally would name your name all, all the, like almost wow. every day and just rip apart Glenn Beck, Rush Limbaugh. And I'm just listening and I'm like, I'm about to get an internship there. Should I tell them? <laughs> wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, it, it is now, if you wanted to make the case that, you know, nobody would take the risk of Sesame Street. Okay. <laughs> you know, maybe that worked in 1965, um, but, <laughs> well, it, but, it but it wasn't right. Yeah, a private company took it. What? Like HBO, HBO did, took, took Sesame Street. Right. So That's I how mean, it should be. Let the free market rise up. Exactly and if people right. want Sesame Street, they'll buy Sesame Street. That's right. Now, now you, have all of these, you have all of these options. You don't need the traditional funding. You don't need to do it like that. I, I pay for stuff from the BBC and PBS. Yeah. I've not contributed to my local PBS station <laughs> until recently. I'm buying the programs from PBS and I'm downloading and watching them myself. Uh, can't, can't we just rerun the same Sesame Street episodes over and over? Do yes. the numbers and colors change? No. <laughs> it's just, what are you making really new ones for? You watch it and you swear. If you've ever watched it, you swear. I think I, I saw this. I saw this one when I was about this. Right? And it usually is the same people, too. But I'm sure oh, yeah. it's getting progressively worse with progressive agendas just getting bolder and bolder That's as the, the case, years yeah. have That's gone what by. They do. A Big Bird in 2010, the actor made $314,000 seven what? years ago. And he's been there since 1969 when you they started. And by the way, they're also media, so they're funding our competition, I guess. Well, I've yeah. never really understood or researched the background, though. Is These things, like a property like Sesame Street, I mean... That was very profitable on its own. I don't see how One, it would I, I think it's any... almost $2 billion in, uh, in merchandising. So why Sesame Street still... should have, because it was made by PBS, it should have funded the entire public broadcasting system. Right. Yeah. Should have done that. How many, have, how many kids, I mean, all of us probably had something from Sesame Street. Fisher Price. Yeah. How much do they make from Fisher Price alone? Well, just so we, ha- we have PBS... <laughs> Only 1% of their funding comes from the federal government. How much is it? It doesn't matter the percent, it's the principle. Oh, no, I, I agree. Penny. I agree and with you. You know what's amazing? 
that you cut them, you cut that 1%. And they're they're crying, the biggest tantrum, right? They're crying bro- no. bloody murder that Big Bird's gonna be, I, you know, in a NPR. bucket of chicken I by com- the end. Of the day. <laughs> I completely agree. Federal funding only accounts for one percent, less than one percent of PBS funding, less than seven percent of NPR funding. But and I agree that without the cuts, they still survive. But where I come at it is, it's conservatives are like, yeah, we took out PBS, and I'm like, no, you didn't. Yeah, we took out NPR. No, you didn't. You know what you didn't do? You don't have a balanced budget, and you have no plan to get to a balanced budget. But they're celebrating the little victories. No, no, this is not a way to get there. You cut PBS, and you're not going to get to a balanced budget. You want to get a balanced budget, you take on the drivers of the debt, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, entitlement reform. I think they're going to get there. It's the little things, though. But but we celebrate, oh, in PBS. Well, PBS does nothing to the budget. We put Trump in office to say no. No to spending again and again. I want I wanted to say no a million times when he's in office to Rick Perry and to Chow and to everyone else. And PBS is one of them. And absolutely, we should celebrate that PBS doesn't have one percent. The the answer is Calvin Coolidge. The answer Calvin Coolidge. He comes into office. It is the biggest depression of the country's history. It's 1920. Job losses are like 12 percent unemployment. He comes in. He cuts the uh, spending by. 50%. The next year, he cuts it another 50%. That's what we need. A year goes by, he cuts it, what, another 8% or 12%? That guy chopped out of everything. And what happened? Within a year, Mm -hmm. unemployment is the lowest in history, 2.1%, 2.3%, what is called by experts full employment. That's the way you do it. I'd like to see... A president have the cojones to walk Same. in. You know what? You know what this budget is really. This is how bad these cuts are. It takes us back to the first term of the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. It takes us back yeah. to the beginning of the second term. Right. Okay, but to right. go back to Caleb's point about small victories, we also put Trump in office to repeal Obamacare. He didn't do that, but he repealed certain aspects. We're not celebrating the small victories in that. Yeah, hold his feet to the fire. So then how, come, should have it how come we're not doing that about welfare reform? We're celebrating these Oh, small no, I, I'm holding his feet to the fire oh, yeah. on welfare reform. Heck yeah, on but everything. We're, we're celebrating small victories in one aspect. No, but I'm not, not, not going to... Oh, that's not true. I'm not going to ignore any of those, those big issues that how, people put him in office for. How about the budget increase he wants for the Pentagon, $58 billion. He I'm actually okay with that. doing the defense. No, five years ago, or no, two years ago, they said an internal report from the uh, Pentagon said if they just streamlined things, they could save $125 billion in five years. And he needs an extra $58 billion now? Exactly. Streamline it, baby. Yeah, th- exactly. There's your $58 billion. Exactly. But because we're cheering for him cutting one thing doesn't mean that we're not going to hold his feet to the fire for something else. I don't agree with I, him on how he's doing the Obamacare thing. I think it should be fully repealed. But I'm just seeing so much praise for something that's going to impact less than well, half a person. We're going to praise Every department needs to be carefully scrutinized and examined. We're talking about media. Great. Now let's talk but about welfare. But what we're doing is we're playing into the fake news. The fake news is, is that this is a big cut. It's not. It takes no, it's, us to it's the not, second it's, term. It's a 445 million. It takes us to cut. the second term of Obama. You want cuts. Take me back to the 80s. But, Take yeah, me back. Show me real cuts. I want, I, honestly, if, if I were going to be president of the United States, if you ever heard Glenn Beck is, well, A, you should move to Canada. <laughs> but the first thing you should do is if you live anywhere in around the Beltway is sell your property. Because those property, 
I want a president that's going to cut so deeply mm -hmm. that the property values all around the capital mm -hmm. plummet and they're not worth anything because we're moving so many people out of Washington. I'm tired of Republicans dealing with cuts in the growth and then instead of yes. actual real yes. And I think the key is Republicans there because we had Rick Perry and Chow and all these other people not advocating for small government. And so it's not just Trump, it's the people all around him and it's all the Republicans that we elect every two or four years, they all push the same agenda. This is the, this is the discretionary portion of the budget. This isn't even the meat of the budget yet. This yes. is the discretionary yes. point. So the yes. big cuts that you're looking at will come later. But this no, is just no, the discretionary they, point. No, no, they won't. They won't. Well, it's hope. <laughs> yeah, it's hope. They won't. You, you go ahead and uh, live on that hope. <laughs> be over here in reality. <laughs>